Nobody's Fruit by Sebastián Borkowski. The boy looked at the treetop. Passing through the leaves, his eyes reached the sky. He remained there, waiting for its branches to lift him from the mud that buried his naked feet. But he knew that wish was nothing but a childish dream, that he himself should climb to obtain what he wanted. Another little one arrived with a bag, and so the former took a piece of hose between his teeth and ventured into the height of the majestic meddler. As he tossed the tree fruit to his friend, he struggled to fight the bats flying around with the hose. The boy underneath picked up the fruit in silence, like a rodent, looking around everywhere before gathering it. After the fierce battle, the first boy came down cheerfully. They both climbed the wired fence like lizards and were lost in the darkness, hidden in their mischief. The only tree in my patio had just been brutally sacked, and I merely contemplated the incident from the darkness of my window. The persistence of these brats had bewitched me. I was new in the neighborhood and they probably did not know that the house was now occupied. Or perhaps they did not care. The next night they came back, and again they took everything their skinny arms allowed them to. The operation was repeated several nights a week for various months. My attentive gaze got lost in their silhouettes, trying to figure out what sort of neighborhood abyss had thrown them into my home. What horrific need had spit them towards this nocturnal adventure in the middle of winter without warm clothes? How many meddlers could a couple of kids eat? A lot less than they carried. I found my answer at some traffic lights in town, far from my house. I had to give the children a few coins to taste the fruits from my own tree. I didn't mind. When I asked if they went to school, the eldest said they would like to go with a full stomach, fully clothed, and with clean hands. The youngest asked if there they taught how to live another life. From then on, I limited my words, knowing they were useless. These kids live free. They do not know how to obey more than their needs. And the city itself is the only living organism which satisfies them, the city and its inhabitants as a whole, as their playground. The following night, I got rid of all the bats. They would surely find another place to nest. I did not want to show myself. I wanted the kids to think there was some kind of magic that thought about them. By spring, I stopped seeing the boys in my courtyard. One day, the next-door neighbor mentioned them. I'm not sure how many they are, but they come in at night, and they steal fruit from all my trees, those rascals. Be careful, they're clever. I know they're kids because they squeeze through the fence. It's only fruit, I answered in an unconcerned tone while I noticed a large quantity of mangoes, lemons, and oranges rotting on the ground of his patio. Today it's just fruit. Tomorrow the rascals grow up and break into my house to steal everything I've got. They have to learn to respect what doesn't belong to them. Bah, it's been sorted. I got two mistreated dogs. Angry beasts. I keep them underfed so they don't lose their rage. I only release them at night tied up so they don't run away. This way they can protect all my trees. I want this house to remain as it is for my children. I don't want trees mutilated by vandals. 
When I saw the kids at the lights again, the mischief in their eyes had disappeared. Sadness lit through their faces, while they gripped the wet cloth with which they tried to clean windshields in spite of the constant rejection from the drivers. The coins were gone, and my neighbor's fruits fell to the ground, mixing with the dog's excrement. They say that the will to live by the right norms can root out any attempt of kindness. This thought wandered in my head for several nights. Finally, I decided to act. I fed the wild dogs until they stopped being so. They later vanished, and the children returned. Bigger dogs have now arrived. I plan on freeing them straight away. I still feel guilty for the previous ones, who could no longer guard the fruit of their master.